0: Well, thank you so much for joining us today on the Greg Rich Ministries podcast. We're really excited today to be joined by two of our team members over in Kenya right now, Chris and Gabby DeLay. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hey, thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, and so we're, we're excited to have you today. And we just kind of wanted to talk, get an update on how the trip is going. Um, tell us about it so far. How, how many days have you guys been there and where are you at now? Go ahead.
2: Well, we've been here for four days. Uh, we flew into Nairobi and then had, well, I guess maybe five days. We flew into Nairobi and had a travel day. We drove about eight hours up to um, the mountains to Kasumu. And so um, it's more of a village kind of atmosphere instead of the city of Nairobi. So we've gotten to go to an orphanage and minister to kids for the past three days. And um, I've been able to kind of head up the children's ministry, which is actually a very big stretch for me I don't really usually do that on trips but it's been so fun there's been about 200 there's over 200 kids at the orphanage so it's been amazing to see the foundation that um, is already in them about God uh, that the orphanage kind of places in them every single day and that we get to just kind of feed into and just water a little bit more so that's been really amazing to do.
1: Yeah, and the last uh, two days I've been able to, or three days now, I've been able to take the youth aside, uh, which would be just their uh, fifth through eighth grade uh, students and get to administer it to them separately, which is, which has been fun uh, and they've, they've kind of, it took them a little bit to kind of get out of their shells, play some games with them and stuff, but it's like she said, like building on top of a foundation that's already there is has actually made it a lot easier um, because of a lot of their Sunday school stuff, as well as stuff inside of the school that they've already been learning.
2: Yeah, and then we also have adult services that go on at the same time. Uh, because of COVID, obviously, that's not as many as maybe in years past, but it's still the leaders mm-hmm. uh, that go out and you know minister to people underneath them and then bishops that go out and minister to people in their churches. So that's still very impactful that we get to speak to them. So those kind of all three go on at the same time.
3: That's awesome. And Chris, you went back with us, what was that, 2018, I think? Yeah, 2017. Oh my goodness. It was so long. It feels like it was just like a year ago, but it just (laughs) all gets mixed together now. But now on this trip, your dad's there with you and he's been helping with uh, a lot of the adult conferences during the day. And so what's that like to have a family member on the trip with you in a different setting like that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I have a team now. Um, whenever I went by myself, you guys kind of teamed up against me. And so I feel like now I'm the head now. There you go. <laughs> so it, it gives me a little more confidence. Like I got to get a backbone now that I can work with, <laughs> especially having Gabby here too. Then I really have my confidence. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really good. My dad, he's done really good with the pastors. That's actually really something that's huge on his heart is encouraging pastors wow. and leaders mm-hmm. And so he's actually he thrives in that setting. And so he's done an amazing job. he's, he's our every time he's done, he comes and he wants to share, you know, all oh, of this happened, this happened, I, I got to yeah. share this. And he loves talking with them. So it, it's really cool to see him do that.
0: And I know that's a huge blessing for them. Even some of the things that your dad and other people are sharing with them, they'll write the notes down and then next Sunday they're going and teaching their church. So right. it's very,
3: very valuable, um, everything that's being taught. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so what are some of the things coming up? Cause we, we have like in a general outline of what the schedule looks like, but for people who don't have that and that may yeah. have even changed from what we know, <laughs> but what does the next couple of days look like for you guys? What are you looking forward to or, or what are you expecting?
2: Yeah, we, uh, tomorrow is our last day at the orphanage, which is bittersweet. You know, we're excited yeah. to go and possibly do street ministry in Nairobi, but it's sad to leave the kids. Right. Because uh, you just form such a relationship with them, even in a few days, just playing games. And I've gotten to dance so many dances with them. And it's been very fun, though. very Lots of energy. And they've
1: ran circles around me in soccer. I've, I probably <laughs> sweat my body weight trying to play soccer with these kids. Man, they're so good.
2: <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow, we have our last service with them. It's a Sunday for us. And then on Monday, we'll drive another eight hours back to Nairobi. And then we're going to do street ministry really just walking right outside our hotel, which I love that, um, you know, sometimes on mission trips, you do have to travel quite a bit of ways from where you're staying, but I think it makes it really hit close to home that you can be a missionary wherever you are, when you can just walk outside of your hotel room and minister to people on the streets.
1: Yeah. And I think, uh, I think we're doing that on Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, is the street ministry and Wednesday night, uh, Dean Tad and also my dad will be speaking at some churches, um, Uh, there in nairobi so that'll be cool to be a part of as well
3: man that's awesome and gabby uh you we actually just posted that video this morning of you guys dancing with the kids so we're playing it this afternoon so if you didn't see that go back and look just a few hours earlier we posted that video you need to go see it and i'm pretty sure chris was filming that and maybe possibly laughing at you i don't know probably
1: yeah most likely
3: (laughs) oh But that that's awesome, guys. We're really excited because it, you know, me and Tanner were just talking about it, but it's not just about preaching the word, but just spending time with these kids and showing them that they're valuable enough for us to come all the way from America just to play some games with them. And just and I know you guys are also ministering to them. I saw Chris a picture of you like holding a globe. And tell us what what were you doing in that moment just to give context to what that situation was. So,
1: really, I was trying to just sit in the, in the shade, because that was right after I got done playing soccer, so I was sweating real yeah. bad, yeah. I was just like, I need just a break real quick, and so I sat down and there was one of those uh, blow up globes that we've been using for the kids, and so one of the girls uh, had come over and um, I, I was, I pointed, where do you think Kenya is? And so she was looking and so she pointed at Kenya and then a couple more girls came around. Where do you think Germany is? And then, and they pointed to it. So they're actually learning a lot. They knew almost yeah. every country that I asked them about, which was really cool. And then, of course, one of our team members, uh, George, he's from Texas. He was like, ask him where Texas is. Where? Ask him where Texas is. <laughs> I'm like, they're not going to know that. So I had to teach them where Texas is. And so, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Gabby, have there been any testimonies or stories that you can think of in the time ministering to the children?
2: Um, It's been really amazing how much they remember of the stories that we're telling them. And um, I've been just amazed, like every time we kind of come back for another session, just for them to know the memory verse for them to say, you know, God loves me. I think that's probably my biggest testimony. They've, they've told us about healings in their body and they've talked about, um, ways they've used faith, but I think the most impactful is just that when I come back and say, "What did you learn at our last session?" They said that God loves me, and that's so important. They can take that with them the rest of their life. And um, I love one of the illustrations that we do is we hold up a mirror and we have them look in the mirror and say, "God loves so and so." You know, it would be if I went and I said, "God loves Gabby." So just really making it personal that the love of God is unconditional to mm-hmm. that them specifically. So I think that's just the best testimony is that we've been able to share the love of God and they've been able to receive it and remember it.
3: Yeah. And Chris, what about you? Do you have any specific thing? Not to, I know it's hard when you're on these trips where it's like there's all the stories almost run together because there's so much happening becomes a blur. But if there's anything specific that has been impactful to you or somebody, a, a testimony or something you've witnessed or even seen, you can share that yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, well, I think um, with with the youth because I've been with the youth just a little yeah. bit
3: more um, with them today. Actually, we did a
1: I did a little bit of like a sermon illustration. I've been talking about the love of God as well and how God is love and God loves us and God also loves the world. And so I put sticky notes uh, of First Corinthians thirteen where uh, it talks about love is this, this, and this, but it's not this. And so I put sticky notes on a girl and on a boy of what love is and what love isn't. I told them which one would you rather be friends with, and immediately they said, "Of course, the girl who who had all the the patient, kind, all of that." And uh, and then I asked them, "Okay, now who, which one does God love more?" And uh, immediately they said, "The girl." And so that was a really cool teaching moment because I could tell them, "No, God doesn't love the girl anymore." any more than he loves both of them he loves them equally and you could just see the light bulb kind of come on for a lot of them like oh yeah i don't have to be perfect for God to love me um I, I can be just like that and god still loves me um, which was really cool because it also built on yesterday we uh, with the kids we were able to do a salvation message and all of them prayed with it and so that it was just another stepping stone like we've been talking about of, of what we've been building on this week
0: yeah, that's so good. That teaching is so valuable for them. And Gabby, you said they'll take it with them the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those kids, when you guys are doing holding the mirror up and saying, God loves so-and-so, that may be the first time they're seeing them a yeah. reflection of themselves. And so that even mm-hmm. is a miracle, seeing themselves for the first time and then understanding that God created you and he loves you and he has a plan and purpose for your life. Um, so it's just so valuable what you guys are able to do um, this week while you're there.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're just thankful that you guys were able to go. Uh, we uh, wish that we were there with you guys, but we're just thankful that you've been able to be there because it is a tremendous impact. And like you guys have both said, it's something that's going to stick with them. They're always going to be look back on these days that you're there and, you know, uh, and be able to look back and just say, God cares about me. He sent someone yeah. to tell me to teach me and to really whether they know it or not you're building a foundation or solidifying a foundation Mm -hmm. that's being put in them there at the school and the orphanage and so we're excited for what's coming up especially as you guys go back to Nairobi. I think it's something when you're doing street ministry, you're always going out for the people just to demonstrate the love of God. But there's something that also happens within you as a minister or as a child of God when you see those things happening. Uh, I remember the first time I laid hands on someone and saw them got healed, I was just like, God is real, like this actually works. This is (laughs) something that is a reality to us. And so it's just, uh, it's just awesome that you guys are there. And we're really thankful for it. But, you know, Tanner, if you can just share a little bit again about what we're doing with the orphanage there and how other people can get involved.
0: Yeah, so the team, um, Chris and Gabby right now, they're at Trinity Mixed Academy um, at Christ Miracle Gospel Ministries headquarters. Um, and that is the school that Gregrich Ministries, um, we sponsor. We kind of fully take on that project. Um, I believe there's about 235 orphans um, in the school that they're there with now. Um, and we've been involved with that school since about 1996. So they're there right now ministering to those kids, sharing the love of God with them. And the project um, that we do is we help pay for their education. Um, we pay the teacher's salary, we feed them. Uh, we pay for housing while they're there. And if you'd like to get involved with that project, um, you can click the link below, gregrichministries.org. It's only $6 a month to sponsor a kid. That's only $72 a year. Um, really, you can just waste that money on anything. And so, if yeah. you were intentional with your giving, if you'd like to get involved with this project, we encourage you to do so. Um, I know they've had a great time getting to know these kids, um, seeing how big of an impact that $6 a month really makes in their life. So, please get involved with that. And then, um, last thing, Chris and Gabby, how's the team doing? How's everybody that's on the trip doing?
2: They're great. I think that's my favorite part of any missions trip. And I'll tell people that is just seeing the individuals that go grow uh, because they really do get so changed. And then they can go back to their hometowns and implement that as a lifestyle instead of just two weeks in the summer, you know, we really want that to get rooted down in them, that they really are God's mouthpiece for this world. So not just for two weeks in the summer when you go to Africa, but any day of the year in your hometown or wherever you live. So uh, they're doing really good. We've seen a lot of people grow and, you know, some people speak for the first time in front of people and first time using a translator so it's super oh, good yo yeah, what's
1: hey. up or say what's up man miss you bro love you bro see you
2: next time <laughs>
3: mercy Love, it. love yeah, it. See, we have some characters on this trip which is great
2: <laughs> you know that's always the fun and sometimes challenging part of trips is you get so many different personalities yeah. that come together but um It's just good to stretch yourself and see the good in every personality and different kind of people. And so George is super fun as one of the examples. He's our van buddy. So we left every day going to the orphanage. (laughs) Yeah, So so
1: every day we have, or so far these past few days, we have an hour and a half drive to uh, the ministry headquarters and an hour and a half drive back. And um, we didn't have that whenever we went in 2017. We were just pretty close right there. Um and so with with George being in our van, I've been in tears crying, just like laughing so hard. And I'm like, this dude isn't even that funny. <laughs> but I'll just he's just so goofy. That's one of, that's one of the things that is awesome about these trips is you get to know people like that, meet people like I probably would have never met George, and I'm so glad that I have. And so yeah, it's really it's a lot of fun getting to meet people like that.
3: And just to end things out, I just wanted both, you know, Chris, you've been on several trips, Gabby, you grew up basically on the mission field, and you've been all around the world. So if anybody's that's wondering, should I go on a mission trip? Or what can I benefit from kind of give an encouragement to people that are on the fence?
2: Yeah, I mean, I love a quote my dad always said, which is every heart with Christ is a missionary, and every heart without Christ is a mission field. So I think, you know, we can have our mission field anywhere, but it's so good to go and really separate yourself from your day-to-day routine and just, I don't know, just live for God in those two weeks and just be like, God, anywhere you want to use me, any way you want to stretch me, I'm here to be used by you every day. Like that's my agenda for the next two weeks is just to be used by you and to see, you know, you work through me for other people. I think it does something in your heart that is just forever changed. And you can really just be that missionary at home even better when you see other cultures. And then it just helps to see other cultures, too, if you've never done that before, just to kind of broaden your horizon and see how other people live. It's it's just a good tool to take for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think for me, um, my life was my life was changed on the mission field. I went to a mission trip to El Salvador whenever I was going into my senior year of high school. And that's whenever God got a hold of me and really changed my life because I didn't want to go to Ramah. I didn't want to even be in ministry. I didn't want anything to do with church. I was still a Christian and God got a hold of me. and was just like there's a call of God on your life and you need to follow it. And so from that day forward, from that mission trip, um, man, after that was the first day that I was there. And every day after that, he just solidified everything that I had been taught and everything that he had told me. And so I would, to anybody who's even on the fence about it, and uh, do it. And it, God reacts to faith and God will step out whenever you step out. He's so faithful to, to take care of you whenever. So if you're worried about the finances or something, or even the time offered from your job, I would just say, step out, faith and watch god move because he will every time because he's looking for hands and feet to go out into the mission field to, not even just here to africa but anywhere and wherever you're at he's looking for faithful people to step out and be that labor because because the harvest is plentiful and ready for us to go and do something for his for his kingdom yeah
3: well, guys, thank you again so much for taking time. I think it's about time for you guys to go to bed, probably. I don't know what That's time right. it is. What time is it there right now? 9. 9.30. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, but we got to, uh, hold on, hold
1: on. We got to o'clock hold on we've been <laughs> up all day for <laughs>
0: bed. <a> <laughs> yeah Whoa. well chris and gabby be sure to send bishop alex our love joseph um the whole team sure. they're helping you guys tell them we love them we miss them um the the gregor's ministries team all you guys that are there tell them we love them and miss them and you guys keep after it keep sharing the love of god we're excited to keep hearing the testimonies that keep yeah. rolling
3: in We've got to get you guys back on after the trip is completed, not only to share about some more testimonies, but also just to hear more about you guys. So uh, we'll be sending you that invite here shortly, but have a great rest of your trip. Thank you so much for providing the pictures and the videos. We're looking forward to the next days to come. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Love you guys. See you.
2: Bye guys. Love you too.